0: Welcome to Coda's Plugging Away podcast, where we bring you voices of people working in the decommissioning industry. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the CEO Managing Director with Coda, Centre of Decommissioning Australia. And joining me today is Cassie Schmidt, who is the Program Director for the National Decommissioning Research Initiative. Welcome, Cassie.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolute pleasure. Um, So look, just to warm things up, get things going, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background?
1: I'm an environmental scientist. I've been working in the oil and gas industry since 1997, which isn't quite 1999, but I think I'll, <laughs> I'll start with that. Um, so for a long time. So I've been really lucky and worked in lots of remote sites in Australia, worked overseas a little bit, particularly in the area of the environmental impact assessment and environmental management.
0: And now you manage the program of works for the National Decommissioning Research. Research initiative. So for those uninitiated to what the program is and what NDRI is, can you give us a bit of an overview of just what is NDRI?
1: Sure. So lots of people talk to me and ask me what I do and um, I talk about decommissioning and they ask, oh, hasn't that been done Overseas, don't you just do what everyone overseas does? And I have, a, I ask them a few more questions about what, well, what does happen overseas to decommissioned assets? And then I ask them, have they ever been diving in the lovely oceans around Scotland and in the North Sea? And they say no. And I say, that's because Australia's got a pristine environment um, and we need to investigate what the, uh, what the research needs are for investigating decommissioning options in Australia's waters. So, um, the options for decommissioning include full removal or in situ decommissioning. So, leaving sections or componentry in in the ocean. Um, And the NDRI is about spending time and research efforts looking at the impacts of decommissioning in the marine environment.
0: So it's key, I guess, the key words, if you unpack the name, National Decommissioning Research Initiative. So it's very much in that research space. It's national, but it's independent as well. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a key component. Um, That's the other thing people ask me. Who's, are you, are you government organisation? And so we're not. So we are industry funded and that's because if you ask who should pay for the research on, um, into decommissioning for offshore facilities, everyone says that the industry should pay and that's what this is. It's essentially a joint industry program um, funding research into um, those impacts of decommissioning. And independence is absolutely critical when you associate industry with research and that independence comes from NDRI sitting within CODA um, and having that separation point of separation from industry.
0: So, how does NDRI work then? You're the program director, but who do you work with? Who works for you? Who do you work for? What's the what's the structure? What's the what? What does it look like?
1: So, it is just it feels like a one man band at times, but NDRI sits within Coda, which is important because we have that support structure of that independent body. But we do. I work in a structure where we require an independent scientific advisory board to be part of the process. I have an executive committee who is made up of participants from that funding group. So we have six industry partners which provide the funding for the NDRI. And we have a reporting structure through the CODA board and through to the Independent Scientific Advisory Board, which is that key component for us that adds us adds to our independence and provide some technical input, input where we, um, as participants, might not have all of the background or su- subject matter experts, for example.
0: So what has, what, what's, been the, what's been the deliverables? What's been the work that NDRI has done to date? You know, what's, what have you achieved?
1: So the first three years, we'll split it up into phase one and phase two. So the first three years of research outputs included something like 24 outputs, seven published papers uh, into seven different research areas. But I'll focus on um, marine habitat mapping, marine habitat values, Contaminants um, and metal and non-metal degradation rates. Uh, we've done a little bit on research mapping with stakeholders and um, and a public perception report. So quite a huge array of research, really, from from the lighter sciences to the more complex metals and metal degradation rate type of research. Uh, We required marine researchers, marine scientists, we involved a lot of universities to provide that marine expertise or or that research expertise um, and involved quite a bit of collaboration amongst some international um, research bodies as well, which was really useful.
0: And a lot of that research then is independently commissioned and executed and peer reviewed at the end?
1: Absolutely the aim was to have it peer reviewed and whether the researchers sought to do that through the um, publishing process themselves, we encouraged all of our researchers to go and seek publications outside of their organisation and we provided in-house peer review through the Independent Scientific Advisory Board as well. So a couple of mechanisms there and seven published research papers was I think a really good outcome for phase one.
0: That's a that's a significant outcome I think for any academic undertaking the mm. seven seven papers plus as you say the the non peer reviewed work as well that's also being published and, and and released.
1: Yeah, absolutely all of the papers are published all of our research outputs are published on the NDRI website and that's another that's another goal of the research body is that everything we do is available to the public.
0: Yeah, and the purpose behind this work is to really inform to provide a proper scientific basis for informed decision-making around the decommissioning process, yeah?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I probably should have started with that. Um, So absolutely the need was founded from uh, everyone starting to realise that decommissioning was going to be a big thing and it's coming up on the horizon. Um, And, hey, there's a heap of information we don't quite yet have to make sound decisions on, on what we then, the options we take for decommissioning, and so that is the role of NDRR to fill those gaps.
0: So that was phase one. Yeah. You're now just in the early stages of phase two. Yeah. Can you give us a bit of an overview of what phase two will look like and uh, sort of a bit of a foreshadowing of the work that's going to be undertaken?
1: Absolutely. So phase two is our next committed three-year funding program. Um, Committed is important because the funds have been committed and any researcher wants to know that will there be work beyond 12 months (laughs) and there is. So we've got a three-year program coming up and I suppose the, the best way to describe what's coming up is what are the lasting questions that still remained after phase one and that was we still need to prepare more information and provide more information on the contaminants piece. So from the research mapping that we did with our um, stakeholder groups, we grabbed something like 46 people in a room from industry fisheries, regulators, uh, E-NGOs and asked them what it is that they think we should be concentrating on and contaminants was it. So contaminants being... Those that we usually see in an offshore environment, such as norms and mercury, and also plastics has come up. So originally, three years ago, we wouldn't have thought we would be researching plastics. But believe it or not, plastics are used extensively throughout componentry in um, offshore environments, and so we need to do some research there. So I think I'd like to say contaminants and plastics, but that won't be the end of it either. Because as we find out more about what the impacts are, I think our regulators are always um, asking more questions about what we know about this piece or or this piece of work or where the science is in that area. And so that'll move and change over the next three years as well, I think.
0: And you work closely with the regulators as well in this space?
1: Yeah, it's a key component because if if they're assessing uh, decommissioning projects and constantly finding the same questions not being answered, It makes sense that as an industry, we look at that as a research area collectively, um, where there might be site-specific issues, fine. The title holder can look at that, but where there's some regional assessments that could be done or some gaps in scientific knowledge as far as contaminants and how they behave in marine environments, that's something the NDRI absolutely can do.
0: Excellent. So you're leaving us.
1: <laughs> I am. So I've I've done my 12 months and it's time to hand over. I might be going on a little holiday. So this week is a good week to hand over to the lovely Renee Larson, who's sitting right here.
0: Yes, Renee, would you like to just quickly introduce yourself as well? You've given it's your first day on the job and you've only been in there for a couple of weeks, couple of hours rather, not a couple of weeks. Yeah, do you just really quickly, you know, want to introduce yourself and maybe just you know, what attracted you to come and get involved with NDRI as well?
2: Sure. Well, hello. And um, this is a yeah a great way to kick off the job, really. Um, so thank you for having me. I have a background in marine science and I've been working with industry and um, government and consultancy for the last 15 years in Perth. And I just uh, recently returned to work from maternity leave. So I've had some time off with my family and looking to get back into the, the workforce and this wonderful opportunity with NDRI and CODA um, has arisen and I, yeah, I'm yeah, i very grateful to be offered the opportunity to take on uh, or take the reins from Cassie so it's been wonderful to commence that handover um, with her today as being my first day. What attracted me to the role, uh, I guess the the aspect of my background in in science and, and a lot of um, the work I did previously was working with scientific panels and monitoring and research in the marine space. And what attracted me to this role was the fact that I could still collaborate and work with industry and then fill those um, gaps in knowledge or support, be that support role for that to facilitate it in terms of you know, building those relationships between um, the government stakeholders, the industry and the other broader stakeholders in the community to help just fulfil those knowledge gaps and take on board, I guess, um, or take forward some of these items that have been flagged as the key components for this next phase of the project, which is the plastics and contaminants. So, yeah, really interesting space. It's um, something from my scientific background that really piques my interest as well. Um, And and working with some great people and, and really knowledgeable people in that space and learning a lot. So...
0: Excellent. That's what I look forward to. Thank you very much for being put on the spot on your your first afternoon. (laughs) Nothing
2: like being thrown in the deep end.
0: No, absolutely. Um, And look, if if you just want to pass it back to Cassie, one final quick question. And um, so if people want to get access to all the lovely material that's been produced and all of the reports and all the papers and everything else, where do they find them?
1: Yep. Well, hopefully we've made it easy. Just Google NDRI and it should pop up. It also, you can look through the Coda website, and we have a research page. We've published all of our research, and we try to keep a library of all relevant decommissioning research that's occurred across the world. So it's a good spot to look.
0: It sure is good stuff. Thank you very much, ladies, Thanks. and um, yeah, speak next time.
1: Wonderful. Thanks. Bye.